back to the Hateful Geeks. I am one of your many hosts, Phil. This is Sweeney. And I'm Andy. And this week, we just want to say we really appreciate you tuning in. And if you like what you actually hear, we'd really appreciate it if you go leave us a review. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Give us a like. Uh, give us a follow. <laughs> we It helps us keeping the show going, and we uh, just appreciate your support. Uh, at the end of this episode, please stay tuned. We're going to be uh, doing some shout-outs to some of our listeners. Because uh, this week, we're talking about everybody's drug of choice, collectibles. Cocaine. Oh, sorry. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Sweeney, thanks. <laughs> you never paid and demonetized. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Everybody here has. Okay, you can see behind me. There's like a wall of pop figures. We all have kind of a problem, right? Everyone's got <laughs> that little like bugaboo. They're kind of like, I will throw money away on this thing that does nothing. Yes. Literally nothing. Nothing. Well, collecting is one of the most impractical things you can do, and it's expensive. It could be an investment yeah. if you are willing to sell parts of your collection. Right. That's true. There lies um, the, like, how, how are you going to sell weed when you smoke weed? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Ask BB Beanie Baby. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, you remember that, like, the Beanie Baby craze? Like, yeah. you had those oh. couples in court, like, splitting up their collections when they got divorced. Like, this shit was crazy. There was like people walking through like Hallmark stores, oh. just plowing through to get to the Beanie Babies. Whoa, 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 whoa! What are we talking about here? <laughs> A whole lot of plowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, and it is. It's true. I mean, everyone, especially. I don't know if it's more of the geek culture, or if it's just. I mean, I think it's anybody really, because even if you go outside of the geek culture or pop culture, you have people that collect. Um, you know, like uh, baseball cards, bobbleheads, bobbleheads, uh, cars. Rich people collect cars. Um, clowns <laughs> are frightening. People who collect clowns, I don't dolls. trust you. I'm sorry. Yeah, those weird, creepy doll collections. Um, people collect quarters, coins. I mean, you have all these skeletons, skulls, creepy stuff. Yeah, they like the macabre. Yes, yes, yes. You know, so that's cool shit. I like. I've seen some of the macabre collectors. Things with like uh, like crow's feet. Or like a cult thing. Right. It's very cool. It's like stuff you see on a Ripley's Believe It or Not. I mean, we have museums dedicated to the collecting of stuff. Like it's in our human nature to want to collect things. It just is. And it, it's and part of nostalgia, honor, pride, like whatever drives you to collect it is right. And that's what I want to get to for at least us three. You know, we're we're not you know the entire populace of the nerd community, but we are completely different each, each, unto ourselves. Yeah. And I kind of want to like learn and see like what what drives you to collect things. So you know, Phil, we'll start with you. Like, what drives you to like? I have to have this thing. <laughs> it's gonna be the most vain, um, <laughs> self-absorbed. Uh, I because I, in retrospect, when I think about the way I collect, it's like, oh man, it's I, I avatar collect. Does that make any sense <laughs> to you? You know, do you know what you know? Understand what avatar collecting is. Like every pop figure is like a character I fucking kind of like relate to in some way. It's incredible, or I like fucking worship. <laughs> <laughs> so like, here's like my Superman wall. <laughs> That's like all my Superman pop figs. Right. Like maybe it was maybe uh, Macho Man and uh, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Razor Ramon the bad guy might be up there. <laughs> yes. Uh, I also have an entire shelf dedicated to Spider Man. Right. Like nothing but and all the symbiotes, Andy. Yes. So I, for me, it's like, I don't know, it's the stuff I'm really passionate about, stuff that like really like spoke to me in some way. I, I love Superior Spider-Man. People talk, talk shit about Superior Spider-Man, but I think it's one of the best runs in the recent Spider-Man comics. Otto taking over the body of Spider-Man. They basically warped reality to just make him real in reality now. So he's just there. <laughs> right. So it was like, it doesn't have to be in Peter's body anymore. Like, it's fucking smart. Um, and oh, fuck. Um, I used to do uh, costume collecting, but it got a little bit too expensive for me. I wasn't keeping up with it, and I didn't really have a lot of costumes I wanted to go as. And, and I also didn't have like 10 grand to build like the robot suit I wanted to do. <laughs> so I, I kind of quit that for, for the foreseeable error, right. <laughs> which sucks. Um, one of the big things I was collecting, we, shit, we all did this. We did Hero Clicks. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. For the longest time. It was like, oh man, we found a game. That also lets us like geek out about comics at the same time. We got our that was we had a problem. <laughs> <laughs> we we were in tournaments, guys. Yeah. When, I, when I realized that there was rarity, and beyond right. rare, there was super rare, and then chases. 
Chase. Oh, just, you might as well just stuck yeah. the needle right in the vein as soon as you <laughs> just announce pun- that. Just punch my serotonin gland right in the nuts. <laughs> right? It's just like, as bam, soon as gambling. You it's box, gambling. You pulled out your first like super rare or the very first chase. It was just like instant nerd boner. <laughs> Fuck yes. But you, nev- but you never knew what you were going to get. Yeah. It was a five completely random clicks. So it was kind of like, it was loot boxes in real life. Right. was. And I think that's like what, I think that's what, at least for me, is the driving force behind a lot of the collecting is it's the search it's like that the that, hunt the hunt for like what you're like trying to get it, it, maybe once you get it you like you maybe not care so much that you like see it it's like now i finally found it like i, I it was that hunt up to that point i had like a climax and i got what i wanted <laughs> right like i mean like it really was it was yeah. like you, the whole pursuit i mean i bought like a case and a half or two cases of the, the war of light like just to open just that to open, one to finally to get that chase just to, to pop get a out. chase you pop. got an eye on i did get an eye on one of the best ones in the game i was like i was so happy for like ever but i think that's what i think that's what collectors hunt for i mean anything any any collector was will always <laughs> tell you i mean like take andy for your example when you're searching through those stacks of comic books and you find that like one like the one that i'm looking for the key yeah. issue you're like ah! like i was a huge <laughs> collector of star wars figures um I was really hard into Star Wars until probably right around the Attack of the Clones, uh, Revenge of the Sith. I kind of started to tail off because what made Star Wars toys like so valuable and collectible was because when we were kids, we opened them and played with them and destroyed them. <laughs> so to find them again still in their package and it smacks you in that nostalgia gland... And then that collector of like, oh shit, it's still in the package. It's still like encapsulating that piece of time that you remember from your childhood mm-hmm. to now nobody's buying the figures to play with them. They're buying them, putting them away, like keeping them pristine and everything. So it was just like, there is no, like that investor mindset then goes, there is going to be no value in these like there was with those. Right. But I remember going to the stores and like flipping through like the pegs on the shelves and, and <laughs> finding the one short packaged figure and you're just like, you could go on eBay and buy it. Right. You could buy anything you want on eBay, but finding it in right. the wild, you went out, you found it, you're paying <laughs> like, like Pokemon asking price. Uh, yeah. Pokemon hit that gland real oh, hard yeah. for a lot of people. You didn't just you could digitally yeah. collect Pokemon. Yeah, and you could fucking actually go out there and buy like actual Pokemon cards. Right. It's like I mean, it's a TGC too. I mean, you even had Magic: The Gathering. <laughs> you had cards from that collection that were worth thousands of dollars because they're so rare. I mean, Black fucking Lotus. Right, like it, I think it's just one of those things that hits your like you said your you know your um, serotonin glands. Like it just hits that happy trigger. Like now, I never played Magic. Is that kind of like the same as the Hero Clicks? Like you didn't know what you were getting in that pack until you opened it up and. What is, I, I I had a bad magic problem. <laughs> no. So yeah. So some, yeah. Shut up, Andy. You outing me, some I, Some of them were like were starter packs, where you, like, where you kind of knew what you were getting, and then other ones were like, yeah, you buy a pack and you go through your pack and find out what you got. Hmm. Yeah, man. Um, the amount of money that people spend on magic is ridiculous, and it's still going strong. Like there's still tournaments every like week. Like a, they just had a new fucking set come right, out, like, and it's fucking uh, maze balls apparently. But I don't play anymore. <laughs> I don't know any of those people anymore. I had a bad experience with Matt with a public event in, in Magic, and I, I'm I'm good. I'm done playing what he Magic. Means is he's banned. <laughs> no, that is not what I'm. <laughs> let's just say it didn't smell awesome. Yeah, gonna, no, it was a bad ogre, I believe. It was, but yeah, it was a rough one, man. I agree. Like that, that soldiery. That finding what you want, mm-hmm. that, that drive is now as a modern collector, you're going out and doing this. Uh, I have the opportunity right now. I am assisting a friend uh, go through, look at his collection, price it out, getting it all cleaned up, pressed, and ready to kind of sell. He's ready to let it go. Mm-hmm. And you're right. There is, we've gone through almost 40 long boxes, so about 10,000 comic books. Jesus. And that many comic books I could count on one hand where I kind of just, I got to like a book and just stopped and was like, holy shit. And at that point too, you're holding a piece of history. Yeah. Literally, like you're holding this, like, do you mind if I share the turtles? No, go for it. So like, you know, you literally found a book that's number two, right, of, um, what's their names again? Sorry, go ahead. Eastman and Laird. Eastman and Laird, that they wrote in their garage. Like literally, like in their garage, they're yeah, printing Mirage this at, Studios out of their garage. 
Yeah. And you have it's one. It's a magazine comic. Right. And you have one. You're holding it. Yeah. Like it's that's like the, it's rare. And it's yeah, like, it's a first print. <sighs> we had Keith we had Keith Creighton on uh, uh, that one episode talking about Ninja Turtles. Right. Yeah. right. And Creighton told us all about uh, the original. And the crazy part is comics. he brings these boxes in. Mm-hmm. And there's something so we'll just talk comics. I collect comics. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> no, do do comics. you? No shit. So as a child, uh, that's when I was introduced to comics. I had to move away. I think I've told the story. I moved, didn't have a lot of friends yet, so my mom brought home a stack of comic books from the drugstore. They were Batman and Spider-Man. And to this day, my favorite characters are Batman and Spider-Man. And I read them and everything, and then the wonderful 90s happened, which is like one of the biggest black eyes. Now, we were still like Death of Superman. There's some good stuff from the 90s. Very rare. So I'm older, and I'm like, fuck this. Marvel's filing bankruptcy. Comics aren't cool anymore, so I'm getting rid of it. And that's when I kind of went harder into Star Wars. I'm back into comics. <laughs> when is I I'm kind of the same boat myself, man. Star Wars is kind of hard to be, you know, a collector these days. It's just so saturated right now. There's a shit ton of stuff. Like you getting the figures now means nothing. Yeah. Like if you have a first gen Luke Skywalker Vintage and Darth Vader. Loose. Like I remember buying packaged Star Wars figures and the vintage ones from like 77, 80, 83. And in their packaging, it, we're talking hundreds of dollars. Now loose figures, I would scoff if you wanted me to pay you like $20 for a figure that was just like you played with it, you found in your toy box. Like, fuck off with that. Now <laughs> you're talking hundreds of dollars for loose figures. Because there's so much modern stuff out there in the market, the vintage stuff is finally drying. Like, the supply and demand. And I'm like, I, I can't afford that. But... Here I am. I'll afford those comic books, though. <laughs> but, uh, digging through and just like you were saying, the history of it, the smell and everything. So he does. He brings these boxes in. We're sitting there going through them, and then he disappears. And I'm like, where did he go? He, he'll usually hang out and talk, and he comes back in with a Kroger, like our, our local grocery stores, Kroger. He comes in with a Kroger plastic bag, and he's like, there's some magazines in here. I don't <coughs> know what they are. I'm like, all right, let me see. Savage Sword of Conan flipping through. And then there it was, inside of a Kroger bag, first print, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. <laughs> not a, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's a few hundred dollars. I mean, it's not a super valuable right, right, book. Right, 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 right. But just to hold that. Right. Literal history. Yeah, I'm buying that. Oh, Fuck you. <laughs> I'm getting uh, that. Right, you're saying you're buying like, that? So what are you going, Phil? I've also, yeah, <laughs> I've also pulled out five, six, seven, nine, uh, we still have a few more boxes to go through, so hoping to find that one, three, and four. Yeah, please do. And Let all in. of these are for sale, people. So please call Andy. <laughs> no, don't. Um, please don't. Don't call Andy. I want those. <laughs> Hulk one eighty one. I'm getting ready to send that off. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's like one of your like all time. That was one of my grails. That is uh, the first appearance of Wolverine. Yeah. Can I ask you guys unfortunately, a question because this, this is not book? my collection. I'm helping him right. move it along. I'm. This thing's probably on a scale of they grade them one to ten. It's going to be around an eight. Do so you, I have, I have well a question about range. this comic book, Andy. The, this is the first appearance of Wolverine when he fights the Incredible Hulk. It's really famous. Yeah. He's like jumping out of there. He's got Wendigo in the background. Yeah, it's it's an amazing cover. So, <laughs> Wolverine. Uh, I I know an individual who hates just fucking hates Wolverine. Thinks he's the worst fucking character in the history of comic books. Do you tr- would you do you trust a person who doesn't love Wolverine? Not at all. No, no, sir, you do not. There's a lot of shitty uh, mutants. Like Marvel, Marvel has a very, very strong A and B tier. Oh, absolutely. like character lineup. After their B tier, you're you're swinging <laughs> for the fences with a lot of these characters. Wolverine is hardcore A tier. Yeah, man. Uh, he's he's. I'd say he's like a Batman, Superman, pulled number puller. He's a big fucking he's a big fucking name in Marvel. He's a bread yeah. and butter. They've killed him, we brought him back. They've done four hundred fucking things with him, and they'll continue to do so. They had two Wolverines at one point. You had old Wolverine and regular Wolverine. Yeah, old man Logan. And then you had Laura <laughs> Kenny yeah. putting on the Wolverine mantle. X twenty three is awesome. She and when yeah. she became Wolverine, that was great too. The all new Wolverine. I enjoy the entire Wolverine mythos. So, <laughs> how do you not love that comic? Like, that comic Dude, only is, is getting more... Such a good comic. Now, when you get super nerdy with the collecting, they, that's not when he first appears in comic books. 
<laughs> he's on the cover and he's in that and the main story is about him so i understand why everybody's like that's his first appearance so now is when we get to play with the english language <laughs> keyword appearance his first appearance the issue before that is hulk 180 obviously and he's not in the story but the very last <laughs> panel of that story is setting up the next issue and it is a full-blown picture of wolverine in his suit claws out the word wolverine right above him and everybody's like that's just a cameo that's not his first appearance that's a first appearance in my book like there he is says his name shows his claws out <laughs> in his suit. you tell me that wolverine fans have been buying the wrong, wrong book so uh hulk 180 is a fraction of the value of a 181 why because everyone says the 181 because he's on the cover the the story is all about him and that's when you get like the whole origin and everything of Wolverine. But is that is that true though now? I mean if he exists in page of 180, he's If that's you send him appearance. off to CGC, which is like the 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 company that will grade it, tell you what scale it is, the condition it's in, they encapsulate it and on the top will be like a a, a banner of Here's the issue, here's who made it, here's when it came out, and all the significance to it in the grade. 180 does say first cameo appearance of Wolverine, 181 first full appearance of the Wolverine. Okay, well. <laughs> now you can get even nerdier. There is a issue of Thor and Daredevil that run an ad the month before saying there's a new character coming, and it says it's the Wolverine, and there's a picture of the Wolverine, but it's in an ad. <laughs> so would you consider that the first appearance? Because he appears no. in no. this comic Andy, book. Andy's just getting, no. like, nitpicky now. No, no, no. It, no, it, has, no. To um, be, guys. it has to be in the context of this. this okay, okay. Of the We're actual- a level of nerd here that I'm no longer comfortable with. So this is, like, a good sign of, like, what uh, collecting does to people. It like does. There's a, there's a fanaticism and an obsession behind it. <laughs> and it's, it also is a good uh, what they call water cooler talk yeah yeah so there's a but the thing is there's also like there's collecting that people collect things they make you know like some people don't even like go out and buy something and like key and or that or you know collecting books collecting uh comic books collecting i don't know uh self-help books <laughs> everybody collects shit in a certain way right but when you turn into art and you start making shit, it becomes something like it, it, then it becomes weird. Like look, think of this: like people who forge swords on mm-hmm. YouTube, mm-hmm. like they forge like replica swords of like famous uh, <laughs> famous anime or movies or uh, or books. Like there's like a whole site dedicated to giving you Game of Thrones swords, right? Right. Or games from their swords from Devil May Cry and shit like that. Yeah. Like these people like make these swords just to like surround themselves in that stuff. Uh, then you have people who do like modeling. Right. You have like, a, I believe the popular term currently is Gunpla, uh, Gundam plastic. And apparently like it's, it's a, <laughs> it's, it's a fucking huge man. Like it's got a massive Reddit subreddit. Like there are people like this shit is everywhere. So and that is for what those you are the, currently working on, correct? Yeah. I have a current problem right now. I need my, <laughs> I, I have like, I have a backlog of six, fucking models yeah. that i haven't been able to get I mean, to i remember when i was a kid like i did mod- like me and my dad would do models together like cars planes and i'm sure it's the same idea right plastic super glue you know you put them together yep um, you battleships shit like that right whatever you want to do so yeah absolutely people collect models or you know do models or whatever you want to call it because i mean yeah it's it's a collection but it's also an, a art form of what you're actually doing something with it it's not just a here's a complete piece for you just to have and you know put somewhere it's like a little piece of you like that you get to like and plus i mean giant robots are cool <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> giant robots are fucking awesome <laughs> it's like giant robots of like painting D miniatures yeah yeah why not fifth edition yeah. is the tits right now i don't know what to tell you <laughs> yeah i mean I, I used to do i had warhammer when i was a kid um used to paint the little warhammer guys i mean just you know space marines and all that fun stuff I remember Warhammer, uh, Mech Warrior is a big one too. Yeah. People like do the Mech Warrior models. Those things are pretty badass. So like, <laughs> since we're on the topic of kind of nostalgia things, I want to ask a question here. 
What was the first thing you guys remember collecting? As I know a child, answer, like when I'm when I was little. Yeah, the first thing you like you remember, like, like collecting or something that triggers, like that I had, that I would collect. Like, like your first memory of collecting, like getting it just to have it as a, like right. an actual yeah. collectible. Yeah. Are these toys I was allowed to play with because <laughs> I had a shit ton of Thundercats. <laughs> I, I had a say, problem. Like, I remember I playing yeah. with He-Man, but Dino, that was not Dino Riders. Right. That was me, like, yeah. When you're now, now when, when you're a kid, and, like, so, like, yeah, I had the Thundercats, I had the Power Rangers, you know, Megazord, all Ninja stuff together, Ninja Turtles. I had like the sewer, you know, I had everything. Yeah, but I mean, like, so for me, I'll give, I'll give you an example. The first time I remember collecting was was uh, Pogs. Like, I really, I, I wanted to have a bunch of Pogs. Like, that was like my thing. Like, I like kept going with my friends, trading with my friends, finding new Slammers. Like, that was like my like first like collector. Thing. I won't shame a man for pogs. I pog with you, Sweeney. Right, like that was like my first memory of like I was like in middle, like elementary school, like collecting pogs. So like that's what I kind of mean. Like, yeah. did you have one that was like a ninja star? Yes, and one like a buzzsaw. Yes, dude. <laughs> big I fat slammers, big brass camp. slammers. Oh my goodness. Do you have them? No, <laughs> I don't. He has pogs See? anymore, Andy. Pogs went the way of ET. Get a shit ton of them for a dollar. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Pogs went the way of ET for Atari. Yeah, like, I mean, they're like in a landfill somewhere. It was fun for me. You could play with them. You could collect them. It was for a time. Yeah, but now that's just my first memory yeah. of collecting. That's what I kind of mean for you guys. <coughs> if you have that memory, just action figures, man. Action figures um, at the butt. I yeah. had just yeah. Ninja Turtles, Thundercats, uh, GI Joe, um, He Man, and Masters of the Universe. Fucking uh, Dino Riders. Mm -hmm. Say Star Wars was my first. Like I need to go back and rebuy what I remember playing with as a child. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars figures and the uh, the uh, action superheroes, or like the cape. Mm -hmm. Superman and Batman's cloth cape would clip onto mm -hmm. the back of their neck. Yeah. Uh, all of them had like little like you would squeeze the Flash's arms and his legs would run <laughs> really fast. Yeah. I remember when I was just kind of reminding me a weird story with the cloth clip on. I had this Batman when I was a kid. It was like a brass colored Batman. <laughs> and I was like, I remember seeing this Batman as a kid. I didn't care because I was a kid. But now like remembering a, like a brass brown Batman. And I'm like, I, I'm like, what the hell are you doing too? Bra a brass brown Batman? Right. Yeah, it was like a brass, like his head was still black, but the body was like a brass, like brownish color. Yeah. And he had like a, almost like a hobgoblin, like glider he flew around on. See the figures that we grew up with always mostly resembled their source material. Like yeah, the Star Wars characters right. looked like they did in the movies. Like they all did. And now when I go through a toy store <coughs> and more so when Mason was even smaller and I would see like, here's a Batman figure from the Dark Knight film, mm -hmm. but he's in like neon blue with like giant like web wings and stuff <laughs> like, like shit they would make up just for a toy. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> not canon, Rash. not canon, Rash. <laughs> like just going through the shelves. Batman has Rash. like a glacier bus for some reason. I'm like, Mason, you cannot play with it. You can't have it. You can't play with it. You will scoff at it, too. Rash. But Dad. Deny no. your son the toy Rash. so he can turn his nose at the trash. Damn. Trash. Yeah. Uh, Mason has his own short box of comics. Oh, yeah? He has his own Funko Pops still in their package. He has his Hero Clicks. He actually got them out the other day and was like rearranging the cards and everything. That's fucking I cool, I still have man. all my Hero Clicks. I still have a whole case. That's fucking cool. I like uh, he, that's kind of awesome that he has his uh, thing to geek out about. That's important, I think, in a in a person's life is to have something that you can just geek out about, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it's important oh, to have yeah. something you're passionate about, whether that's you know geeking out passion or you know whatever whatever your sports cars, whatever your passion. As long as it's not weird and illegal, uh, <laughs> it's good to have. Yeah, as long as you're not hurting <laughs> anybody. Yeah. <laughs> um. That'd be kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> Illegal pets. Let's 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 not uh, let's not start any sh like don't, don't collect skins for example. Yeah, don't don't, no, don't, don't, don't buffalo bill anybody. Don't please. yeah, we don't know. I got I'm I'm not doing my buffalo bill impression. My wife says I have to get out of the house when I do the buffalo bill impression. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but moving on. So you mentioned Funko Pops, which I think is a, a huge craze 
Yes. Like lately. I mean, like. They are the big collectible right now, pop culture wise. Right. Like, I think everybody, like Phil's mentioned, he has Funko Pops. You have Funko Pops. I have Funko Pops. I mean, everybody, even people that like, people that like don't really have a nerd or a bone or they're not really like a collector, they still, some people still buy the Funko Pops because they make them for every like reference possible. Say Funko, what made them explode is they have a license for almost anything. Mm-hmm. So the, instead of them going, we are going to only make something and sell it to the comic book demographic right. or to these niche movie demographic mm-hmm. people, they got everything. Yeah, I, mean, I saw a Funko Pop of the Jeffersons. Yeah. <laughs> they have NFL Funko Pops. They have yeah. NBA Funko Pops. They have MLB Funko Pops. NHL. NHL. They have any te- television shows. I mean, they have like old classic <laughs> cartoons like, you know, Scooby-Doo. Video games. Um, cartoons, yeah, oh, so many movies. video games. They're like little yeah. shrines. <laughs> My Little Pony. <laughs> they're little shrines to our golden calves. We're all going. <laughs> they are. They're like they're like little avatars of like things. We're just like that's fucking sweet. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, <laughs> it is. And that collectability aspect of them, right? The, the ones rarity. that have the stickers on them, the the exclusives, the conventions exclusive, the Funko Shop limited editions. The as soon as they say it's limited, just throw money at it. Everyone has to have it. Yeah. I, but that's one of the things that's actually kind of like what's some of the stuff that makes us sour to collecting. And mine right now is with like modern comic books. Mm-hmm. Like I love awesome covers that I will be the first to admit, like to me, the artist is just as important as the writer. And now it's becoming, <laughs> oh, here's a new Captain America title starting up. Issue one, you could go onto these websites to start to look to be like, oh, I want to see who's doing the cover for it. There's cover A, cover B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J. (laughs) You could only get this cover if you go to this retailer online, or you could only get this cover if you go and do this, and there's only going to be 500 of them. And then you're like, hey, I got Captain America number one. They're like, oh, you got the one off the shelf. The only cool one was actually through this, and there was only 77 of them, so yours is worthless. Like, what the fuck? You are literally doing the exact same thing in the industry right now that destroyed the comic book market in the 90s. Right. Like, I'm just waiting for them to start to make everything foiled and embossed and <laughs> like holographic with 3D glasses. And <laughs> Please don't. Like, yeah. stop. That is why everyone collects Golden Age, Silver Age, Bronze Age, because it was that. Th- it was th- it. That's what it was. Yeah. You went out, you got it, you read it, trade it have fun like well and you didn't like you didn't sit there and try to like you know almost what's the word diminish that issue because you had a lesser copy right because like you you bet like hulk 181 there's only one cover there's a hulk 181 but that's it so that's why it's it's valuable you you said this new stuff you have like eight different versions and it's like well, not a. Not only are you trying to milk money from the consumer because now they're going to want to go buy. Oh, I'd like all these covers. I want to have all these covers. Exactly. But now that that issue is no longer going to be really. What what issue is going to be worth something? To the person that could go on online and early, order it early, so you're catering to the people that have more money. That's that's kind of fucked up. What about kids that want to actually go out and like do these things? Yeah, and they still can. They could go out and they get it, and then they bag it and board it with the hope of ten, fifteen, twenty years from now, right. this might be some kind of an investment. No, because there was like 750,000 of them printed and right. you didn't pick the right cover. Right. Cool. <laughs> so it's a guessing game now. It's like I have to go on and check to see which cover is going to be the yeah. most scarce. And right. that one Pretty wins. Much. So the thing that I stick to for myself is kind of like what you do with Pops. Just buy what you like. Right. I, I will actually collect an artist. So if there's an artist that I like that is doing a cover for a book, I will go and buy it. Mm-hmm. If not, probably won't even get it. Because I, mean, so, I would rather spend my money and time on that hunt. Right. Looking for something that has an actual historical significance to comic books. And, and if you think about it as well, the comics you're buying today, right, you're going to put out on display, right? And so what are people going to see? They're going to see the art. Right, and so that's what you're showing off. You're showing off the art of the cover that you liked to show off your personality. Yeah. So why would you not buy an artist that you like? Yeah. I mean, I don't collect comics. I mean, I have I have a few, but most of the comics I have are covers or or storylines or or characters that I like. Not so much. Oh, it's worth money, so I had to have it. 
Minus, exactly. well, Demon of the Bottle is both. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that's what it is. And, and I know, Phil, that yours, like mine for a long time, especially with Star Wars and when I first got into comics, the, one of the downsides of being a collector is you can let that completist mentality sink mm-hmm, in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that'll, that'll, that'll put you in the poorhouse, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you and I have struggled with that. Well, that's also what we got in trouble with Hero Clicks with that. Yeah. You start to mm-hmm. collect a set and you're like, I have to have every one of these. How <laughs> am I supposed to resell an incomplete set? Right, exactly. I mean, I, I have, mean. <laughs> I probably have a hundred members of the Lantern Corps. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's so ridiculous. Like, I got Parallax. All right. I mean, it's, it is, it's, addic- it's almost an addiction. It can be. Oh, it is. So it be is. Careful. I mean, let's be honest. It, it hits that, it hits that gland, buddy. It does, <laughs> for sure. I mean, it's just like pop. We talk about pop figs. I mean, I have. I mean, all all of us have a pop fig collection, but all of them are very different. Oh yeah, they are. Because it's very much to what each of our personalities are. Like I have every Iron Man, Tony Stark, you know, whatever, and and you know, Phil has every you know Dragon Ball Z like character that's important to him. And Superman. Superman important to him, and you have every Batman possible, and you know, you have Spider Mans, and you have Hulks. Like that, like all your. It's it's so crazy. How they're the same thing, but they're so different from all of us. It's awesome. That's why I love them. <laughs> I love the game. I do have a Broly. I'm pretty fucking oh, yes. tits up about my Broly. Yeah, can't <laughs> <laughs> But there are also things that people collect that really don't have any kind of like monetary or like weird personal value, like like really close to the chest personal value. Yeah. Like board games, for example. Not a lot of people collect games. There are there's a, there are people out there who do collect games, and they run the club and or restaurant in town that lets you play board games. Right, you right, right. But I mean, I don't know. I'd say my game collection is pretty extensive. Yeah, I, I, and, I think you're probably the person that I know that has the most board games. But they're all like war games. Like I have diplomacy. I have like five versions of Risk. I have pandemic. <laughs> so my wife and I don't argue. Right. <laughs> We're on the same team. Same team. <laughs> um, there's a really amazing board game called Risk Legacy, which has like turns and you permanently destroy Yeah, we, we played that. That was awesome. I that haven't finished the board. Uh, but yeah, it like evolves as you play the game. Like these, like these are these are just fun fucking things to enjoy. Uh, people do tabletop collecting, D and D monster manuals and item manuals. Right. Dice collecting. <laughs> dice collecting. Remember the DC? What was? That? I don't even know what that was. It was the dice game that had like hero dice cards. Masters. Dice masters. Yes. <laughs> we we literally Poor bought a bunch of dice clicks. masters. <laughs> How many times did we ever play dice masters? Three. Three uh, times. Three yeah. times. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! In a, <laughs> two minutes. Anyway, if Andy knows, then then you we know false, it was bad. We false started on that one. We were like, we're gonna collect. No, we're not. This no. isn't fun. It's not a fun game. I, I don't enjoy it. I, there are people who enjoy Dice Masters. It's not my thing. I, I had I had the magic problem, but I just I realized I like yeah. the game. I just don't like magic players. Man, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it is what it is. We got just gonna we're gonna part ways. But I, nobody ever wants to play Game of Thrones with me. <laughs> why? Why? Every time I bring up Game of Thrones, I was like, "We don't want to fight, man." Backstab me. <laughs> Game of Thrones, bitch. <laughs> Turn Backstab seven. Me. I took all your castles. You ain't shit. Uh, I'm pretty sure when we played Game of Thrones, I was the first one out. So fuck all y'all. I think one of the biggest uh, uh, collectibles that we haven't hit on yet is movies. Movies is a big one, man. I, I mean, I remember. Remember how I used to uh, have like three bookshelves of DVDs and Blu-rays. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> talk about the, what what account is that that has like over a thousand voodoo. movies? Voodoo, account. our voodoo account. Oh my god! Any let's movie not, you guys want, we got it. <laughs> let's not name names. Let's not name names. <laughs> yeah. I don't no want that to go away. All who is involved, but yeah, there is about fourteen hundred movies in this account. That's a pretty sweet. It's it's okay, but you gotta okay. It has a lot of stinkers in that list, though. It's kind of <laughs> sometimes I'm going through there like the life of the dog. It, there's just a lot of it. Quality is not quantity, or quantity is not quality. My Crazy Summer, the Demi Moore film you never speak of if you're a Demi Moore fan, with John Cusack? Oh, yeah. no, thank no. you. Mm-hmm. No. I've never been a big movie collector. I've never had a lot of VHS. I've never had a lot of DVDs. It's, I'll watch it. It's very rare for me to go back and re-watch something unless I really like it. Yeah. I have a problem. 
<laughs> you've seen my fucking my DVD collection. So Cat basically told me like, okay, like when we started like getting serious, uh, you can't take three bookshelves worth of DVDs and Blu-rays with you because it takes up a shit ton of space. <laughs> and it does. It's hard to be, it's hard to be a movie collector because if you want to display your film collection, that is it's fairly bulky and now everything's so digital. It's right. It's yeah. it, so it's not even make sense to take up the room and just to have access to it wherever you go. Like we have 1500 movies on Vudu. We have Netflix, uh Crunchyroll, Hulu, uh, HBO Go, like Amazon Prime, <laughs> Amazon Prime, fucking Disney Plus, uh, VRV. Dude. Like it's insane. Like I, I probably say in reality, our movie collections are like in the millions. Yeah, because we pay to have them. It's ridiculous. So now it's like, man, I have three bookshelves of films that I literally can watch whenever the fuck I want. I don't even need to get the damn thing off the shelf. <laughs> I gave, I so I gave up on it. Yeah. And I kind of sometimes I miss it. But I don't know. I replaced my. I, I still surround myself in terribly nerdy things. Just not all my movies. They fit like a four or five ring binders. There's like these two footers <laughs> with like <laughs> 300, 500 movies in each one. I was the same way with video games. I refused to download them because I was always like, I want the disc. I want the case. I want the tangibles. Even with DVDs, I was like, I have to have it because you got the special features disc. Like, I don't want to go and digitally get it and miss out on something. And now it's like I will just Never. download the game. I'll download movies. Like no, I don't need I think the physical. My, the anymore. only special feature is commentary. And do you like have the make? Did you watch the making of and stuff? Oh yeah, I would watch that. I, uh, deleted scenes, deleted scenes, and bloopers were my favorite part of like getting a DVD and putting that special features disc in. <laughs> bloopers are. I mean, it depends on the movie, I guess. Like superhero movie bloopers, I'm okay. Uh, I'll pass. <laughs> no, like usually like comedies, or if it was that. supposed to be like a serious film, and they showed the bloopers of them, like <laughs> liar, liar bloopers are fucking awesome. Like the Jim Carrey and uh, <laughs> a goose. <laughs> um, but I think we are missing one. Well, we touch another big one. Another big one. And I'm surprised because you both have them. I don't. I don't believe. But statues and busts and. Oh. <laughs> Um, you know these these great like hot toys and all these like that's a brand not just like I'm not saying hot toys <laughs> them hot ones them hot, no, toys. No, no. hot toys <laughs> sideshow general giant yes I did collect them I had general giant general giant blew up and they they had the Star Wars license they might still do um, but sideshow is one of the big these are high end. Mm -hmm. These are for adult collectors. Yeah, these like, are big boy collectibles. You're talking fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars plus, way higher for low print run, very minimal runs of these big, massive statues. And the reason why I got out of it, it is, it is very expensive. Yeah, they are. Some of those statues go for thousands of dollars. Yeah. And they're great quality. Like they have a lot of detail. They're fun to look at. I think I just saw one of Hot Toys. Uh, we posted it actually. Um, the Infinity Gauntlet, the Stark Gauntlet. Like, go to our, go to our Instagram, go to our Facebook. I just posted an image of it. it that's a that literally is a toy, and it costs, I believe, was like 180 euros. So what, over 250 bucks, I think. Like At that. least. So, I mean, and that's just for a small one. Like that's like itty bitty, like maybe like a six inch tall. <laughs> Name your sex. No, tape. that's a wearable one. No, not that one. That's the Hot Toy, like actual like figure hmm. like statue not the not the um somebody else makes an actual wearable one yeah that one was hasbro not. hasbro thank you because hasbro made a so they have a, a collection of high-end collectibles from the avengers films and they made i want to say it was ant-man's helmet star lord's helmet iron man's helmet mm -hmm. uh Mjolnir, yeah and the infinity gauntlet and they've all gone way up in price yeah kind of I was a little surprised by the quality because you, you think Hasbro, I think kids they're toys. cranking out kids toys. Yeah. But props to their yeah. own collectibles. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, doesn't one of our good friends have a huge statue collection? Yeah, Travis. Travis has a quite a large statue. Uh, Bowen. He was yeah. big into collecting the Bowen statues. Yeah. Some of those busts and statues are amazing. Like some of the like the poses and the different environments around these characters they put together 
they're they're gorgeous to look at. Like I mean, you're right; it's expensive as hell. And I'm I'm like I can't afford that. But I would love looking at them. Those some of the most pretty, like breathtaking little like little figures I've ever seen. I think my favorite statue bust is the one from I got from my Injustice Collector's Edition. Yes, the Wonder Woman smashing Batman with uh, Superman's the. Um, rocket that he came from krypton yeah. on yes that's awesome <laughs> i i brought that shit to work and put it at my desk i'm like do you understand who lives here <laughs> which <laughs> was a bat. that was a hot toy wasn't it or was that a side what? no i thought they was made by somebody yeah, i forget who made that one um i forget who made the my favorite statue i think it was just licensed through dc itself mm-hmm but it is uh, Batman fighting Killer Croc. Oh, that's a great one. And Killer Croc is actually busting up through like the street yeah. and the manhole covers like coming out of his side and you could see like little batterings stuck in him and he's actually bleeding and Batman yeah. has the the attention to detail is just it's amazing. Insane. Yeah. I've, yeah, that, uh, I've seen that one in your house. I love that one. It's a great great statue. But people like that, yeah, those are I mean, I can see why people collect them. They're gorgeous and to have that on display in your house. I mean, if you have a man cave or a nerd cave or just at your house in general, <laughs> like, fuck, yes. Like, you, you want to display everything. I got my gigantic Thanos up there. But you know the one I really love? Like, the thing that, like, brings me fucking childish joy every time I look at it on my shelf. What's that? It's my die-cast Metal Voltron original from the 80s. Oh, now, it's a yes, loose piece. Yes. It's a loose piece. So it's not an original in box, but okay. it is played with. It is it's my Voltron, right? And that's what makes when it when I was a better. child. Yeah, and it's got all the little like pilots inside their cats, and the cats come apart and become their own cats of the five ones. The black one's the biggest fucking one because it's like I'm the main cat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the head. But it's fucking Voltron, man. Right. And it's an original. So every time I look at them, I'm like, oh man, I was a kid. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm, gonna I mean, my, I'm gonna let my daughter play with it someday. Right, and then that's the. And again, that's the biggest thing about collecting, right? Is like you're going to hold on to these things in the hopes that maybe one day you hand them down. Maybe one day they're worth value. Maybe one day, you know, you'll be able to turn over your collection to a family member or, you know, in your case, you had a friend of yours wanting to help you to help with his. Like that's, it's about just having that pride in your own stuff. Yeah. Like that big, like, this is mine. I, I built this. This is, you know, like much way somebody can you know, be a carpenter and build a table and chairs. You build your collection. I would I would bequeath my collection under the stipulation in my will that uh, it may never be played with and only displayed proudly. <laughs> don't be playing with my robots. Don't be uh, don't be unpa- don't be unpacking my pop figures ever. Right. There will be like nothing on earth left except cockroaches, mm-hmm. destruction, and my unopened pop figs. They're not getting opened, so don't play with them. So that's the problem. Like I own a bunch of fucking toys I can't play with. <laughs> yeah, I told you Mason has his own short box, and just out of sheer luck, one day he went to the comic book store with me. He's kind of tailed off on it because if it's cool for dad, it can't be cool for for him because he's at that age now, thirteen. He's like, screw you, dad. Uh, he was with me, and he bought a uh, Teen Titans issue that had just happened to have the very first appearance of the current the Batman who laughs. <laughs> so he has this and this character right now is just blown up so his his stock has risen really really quick and i'd say probably in the condition it is it's about a hundred dollar book and he was like hey dad can i go sell it and i'm like no because you'll regret it so i'm going to stop your regret now yeah i agree i mean it's your job as a as a parenting <laughs> figure to not let your children make mistakes yeah and i'm trying to explain to him like he actually did read it and he likes that character. So I'm like, just hold it because you're going to rebuy it again when you're like in your late twenties. <laughs> so <laughs> just keep it, keep it now. But if they announce they're going to do a fucking live action film with the Batman who laughs, <laughs> sell. you sell that shit that day because yeah. it's stock will never be higher. It'll triple in price overnight, but uh, you got to, that's that you're playing the long game on that. Yeah. All right. But I mean, you collect do you collect comics of things you love or do you collect them for their value? Both. Okay, that that's interesting. Which which do you which do you have more of though? So, a lot of my modern books um I collected because I just love the cover. You know, the, they're I love they're the personal, I love beautiful. the modern it's art. Hard. And I did like a, reading a lot of the new stories. I did like metal. Okay. I did like 
like you said, like Metal Superior so Spider-Man good. was good. You made me so mad when Metal came out, Andy. I just wanted to talk about it. Every like every issue <laughs> no, came out. Andrew read Metal. Same with Doomsday Clock. I haven't even read it yet. Oh, I'm I waiting. Metal's so because good. Doomsday Clock keeps getting delayed. It's so good. So, it's uh, so fucking good. Every issue that comes out is, a, is art. <laughs> old books, old books I collect because I really love them, and I love now collecting and going with like, like I love collecting keys. So keys are your your first appearance, your death, your team change up, like any significant that happens. That's what I want to collect because it's a historical, like how we know our characters today is because of this. And that's what I like collecting. You collect the Dazzler, don't you? I do have a Dazzler. I have a first appearance <laughs> in Dazzler. I have Dazzlers. Like, yeah. And apparently she is in uh, the Dark Phoenix movie. Yeah, I wouldn't is. know because I'm not going to watch it. Spoilers, bro. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> Sorry, Man, guys. but spoilers for that really great movie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if Dazzler having an appearance is the highlight of this movie, it's We're getting, in trouble. Yeah, it's <laughs> justified bad reviews. F, terrible. Right. All right. So do you guys, um, you guys want to move on to the people we've brought into our fold? Yeah, let's uh, give a shout out to our folks that actually uh, participated. So we, we we made a few posts on our uh, Instagram and, and Facebook, um, just about we were going to do this 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 episode this week. We wanted your feedback, what you guys collect, and if you guys like that idea, please let us know. We'll do it more often. We'll try to get more feedback from you guys to bring you into our episodes. Because again, you're why we do it. We can just talk to each other if we wanted to. <laughs> So we did get we did get some feedback. So Phil, who do you have over there on on your um, on your Facebook on on the Facebooks that the government isn't looking at me through right now? <laughs> um, of one of our listeners, a buddy of mine from uh, from high school, actually, uh, David Wigan. Uh, he says he collects Criterion movies. He has a library of uh, America volumes and the Folio Society volumes. David, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I went to film school. And I don't know what either of those things are. <laughs> Collect yeah. what you love, though. Right, exactly. Do you. I'm proud of you, man, because that's... <laughs> I mean, I like... Uh, Kubrick's great. <laughs> and I also like Kurosawa films. Do um, you, boo? But, do you? I, but, I mean, do you own, like... Uh, post again, let us know. Do you own, like, physical copies? Or, like, how many do you have? Like, how large is your collection? Right. Are you, like, deep in... Are you in debt? Because <laughs> of your Criterion film collection. Uh, you can tell us in secret. Like, not, I've never really met someone like that, but I'm curious to understand more about what that collection entails. Like, do you have like signed copies? Like, what do you have there? He dropped Time Bandits though, so he gets a massive double thumbs up. Because <laughs> Time Bandits is an amazing film, super weird, but like it's one of those films you kind of secretly watch at one in the morning on HBO. <laughs> and you don't know where it came from. You're like half asleep. But it's like, oh, cool. Remember that movie about the little people in the boat that flew? Like, yeah, the people are like, what the, hell? what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> nice. uh, Yojimbo, that's a badass movie. Um, what else do we have here? We have um, another buddy of mine. His name's Steve. Uh, Steve, and please educate me on this because maybe I'm lacking uh, the vocabulary. Diamond Select and Eagle Moss Trek Ships. Yeah, yeah. So I had to look this up. I mean, uh, we have a good friend of ours, um, Cody. We used to w work with a little bit. He did the X Wing, and it's kind of like those collectors you like play action an actual game, kind of like Hero Clicks with, right? Star Trek has like their own version of that, and they have these these essentially diamond diamond select. You know, kind of. I think it's. I think from what I, what I found, it's very similar to the fact that there's rare ships. There's like you know that you know common ships. There's like chase ships. So you, like you pretty much can play a game with them, but they're also collectibles. If I'm wrong, <laughs> someone tell me. But I, that's, I, that's no, right. You're probably right. I just don't hawk right. track. Yeah, <laughs> we don't hawk track around here. Don't make fun of them. Don't leave. Come back. Star, <laughs> Star Trek Deep Space Nine is badass. I'll give it that. Wrath of Khan is also badass. First one's really weird. The Abrams first one was good. Oh, the oh man! So if you really want to make a Star Trek fan angry, say I love the one with the whales. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't someone else producing a new rated R Star Trek? I thought oh, I just no, read there's this. There's rumor that Tarantino. Tarantino, is Tarantino yeah, that's to what it was. Thank you. I don't. I'll believe that when I fucking see it. When I get to see awesome. Star Captain Kirk say "motherfucker." <laughs> that's not of, happening. Speaking of motherfucker. Speaking of motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. 
Before we get to motherfucker. We've already motherfucked. We've already motherfucked. We motherfuckered? We motherfucked. motherfucker. All right, well, I guess we've motherfuckered into hey, Pat- Patrick. This is, this is how we've earned our explicit rating. <laughs> Very explicit. Patrick. Uh, Patrick. Patrick, one of our our more loyal listeners, our loyal participants. Everybody needs to get on Patrick's level. Patrick. Patrick said he collects motherfucking comics. <laughs> motherfucking comics. And when comics. he got his shout out, he wanted us to say motherfucking. He insisted. He insisted. So there it is. So he collects comics, and I know he does. And now Patrick, like, I love comics. And I will probably send myself to the the poorhouse collecting comics. <laughs> Tra- Patrick, I love you to death. This dude drops serious figures every week. Weekly. Every week, why you gotta call him out like weekly that? Weekly on why, comics. Why you gotta no, call him out? Am, yeah, man. I, this is what if his wife's that, listening? What if no. she's not like cool with that? That this is how he's able to. <laughs> <laughs> he don't have to worry about that. All right, jealous, jealous. Um, so Patrick, he, he will come on sometime, and when we talk comics again, he will school us all. All right, all right. All right I'm bringing, man. I'm, I'm super excited. Now, I, in my defense. I like the plot lines. I don't know shit about artists and writers. Mm-hmm. Dance lot is who again? <laughs> there are different types of comic book fans. That's an another thing about that's great about collecting comics. There's so you, many different ways to collect. It's completely up to you. Like the reason that you do it, it's all about like what do you want? Like that's what do you love? Yeah, like Funko Pops. That's literally like he said. We collect so different. We collect the same thing, that's, but different. That's one of the best things about being a, whatever you collect and, and why you collect. It's one of the best things about collecting is it's your own personal collection. Now, it's a maybe, reflection of you. Yeah, it's your reflection of you. And maybe it'll be some of that's worth money because the populace agrees with you on certain factors. But that doesn't. that's not necessarily why you started collecting. It's great. Um, that's kind of the great thing about this whole kind of being like a fanatic hobbyist. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you just do, it's kind of something that's close to your heart and you do it your own way. Absolutely. And a little sense of control in a world there is not a lot of control. <laughs> in. All right, who, we else also, we, who else we got on that Facebook? We got um, uh, Mr. Shannon Jacobs. <laughs> Mr. Shannon Jacobs? Shannon Jacobs, my doppelganger. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen Shannon in a long time. Did we just become best friends? Yep. 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 So Shannon likes comics. And I know Shannon likes comics, and he does. We like a lot of the same artists as well. Um, Shannon is great with his comic collecting because Shannon is one of the most, uh, how to say this nicely about Shannon, snooty. (laughs) He is very particular about the condition of his comics. Whereas if it has a historical significance and if I want it really, really pristine and I have to drop five figures on it, or I could get it where it looks like it's been read quite a few times and drop way less money on it. I'll get that one just so I have it. So I could say, I now own this. I have it. I don't care if it's a little beat up. Shannon will be like, get that shit out of here. Trash. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> what? That's Shannon. Shame. Ding, ding. Shame. You know, maybe, maybe I'll get Shannon's back. Maybe he just has a lot of pride and love for this thing, and he just wants to always see it in, like, its it, flawless it, condition. Does. But, yeah, he's the same. Like, he wants it in that pristine condition for that investment value as well because, like, a, a pristine Spider-Man will never go down in value. Right, right. Ever. Cool. So so Shannon, and you, apparently he's a brony because it's on the internet, <laughs> so it's true. <laughs> yeah, our friend, our, our buddy Pat called him a brony, so it's on the internet. It's true. Yep. Pat, and, take and, it back. And also to Pat's defense, Shannon did reply with a gif that did say, for sure. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Next on, we got anybody else out there on the Facebooks? We sure do. Uh, we had one of our listeners, Justin Aiello, uh, hot toys, sideshow statues, and Vertigo Absolute Editions. Nice. Statues. Sideshow nice. statues, man. That's got to be crazy. And the gentleman posted a picture on our Facebook of the most beautiful Thanos. Like, and that's comic book legit. Like, that's from straight that off the page. Hey, yeah, go Just out to our Facebook. Look at it, man. That it's is there. sideshow. Yeah, the detail on this is beautiful. That's got to be at least a couple grand, that statue alone. That is insane. Some of these things are just beautiful now, pieces now of art. Now I know where to go to rob somebody. Sweeney's <laughs> 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 creepy. Give me them statues, bro. 
Cool. I don't know. What what else is a uh, is Mason doing doing a uh, other than comics? What else is he collecting these days? Um, I would what? say he's a video game player, but okay. he will he will get anything and everything. Like he does he he doesn't narrow his selection of gaming to I only play first person shooter. This kid, I'm pre- he will play a lot. So I would say he's a pretty good big uh, video game collector right now. Um, really, like he's like like even like indie games. Yeah, yeah, like especially the the PlayStation free ones. The the PlayStation he'll try them out. He'll play them. And that, when I say try them out, he usually plays them all the way through. You're doing you're doing good work, man. Yeah. That's 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 good news. See, that's fucking cool. What made me My, real happy last weekend was I told you he's hitting that age where it's kind of like I don't want to like what I did like. I don't want to like what Dad likes. So he. For a while there, he was telling me like Spider Man's not cool because he always <laughs> pictured because he had a like a birthday party when I want to say he was like five or six that was Spider Man themed so he associated Spider Man with younger him yeah so he was always like Spider Man's not cool he played Spider Man on the PlayStation Four finally finally plays it and now he's just like he's telling me like oh did you know spider-man does this you know his villains about this you know about this suit and i'm just like tell me more <laughs> tell me like <laughs> thank you i bought well the, played, i bought all Sarah. three dlcs because they're on sale right now just so he would play them nice you're a good dad <laughs> i'm like please <laughs> um and and I kind of want to do want to call it the one our, one of our Instagram people as well. And also, I think we kind of missed a genre that none of us none of us are probably into, but clothing collection like shoe collections, clothing collections. Oh, huge. I mean, that's a huge. Like, I mean, people have been like collecting Jordan since he was still playing. Like, I, I, mean, I fall started on this one big time, Sweeney. I bought myself like two really expensive pairs of uh, <laughs> the uh, Converse All Stars. Yes, yes. The, the DC. I had um. I have Thundercats and Superman. Converse oh yes, All-Stars. those were great. Those comic Converse were amazing. I love them, and but the problem is it's a super expensive oh, yeah. hobby. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Shoes, shoes are very. I mean, some of those classic Jordans are thousands of dollars. I mean, you had the if you're you had the Yeezys, I guess you call them. Which <laughs> I mean, there's just a lot of expensive shoes out there. Um, but we did get a we did one of our posts again. Um, we did have someone post on their Tune Trends. Um, they they seem to do a lot of the nostalgic Disney um, clothing as well. So like this, they, they collect a lot of the old cartoon classic Bugs Bunny, Marvin the Martian, um, things like that. Oh, so from Warner Brothers and Disney. Yeah, so both. Sorry, I think I just said Warner <laughs> Brothers. Um, but yeah, another big one that I mean I've never done it, and I know it's big money. You got coin collectors, said that. stamp collectors, paper money collectors. That's crazy old school. Gold, silver, like. It's only gold-plated, Jerry. Actual treasure hunters. You also have people that do the, um, what's it called, when you like give somebody the longitude, latitude, and they, like, you, they go hide Geocaching. something? Geocaching. There you go. <laughs> I've never done that. I've always been intrigued. I, I used to have a friend that, when I worked at Chase, she did that. She would go out and do that on the weekends. Andy, yeah. you play Pokemon Go. You're geocaching. <laughs> I, I haven't played that in a grip now. You just saying a grip? I did say a grip. I, I collect old school sayings. <laughs> back in I'm back in time, nineteen dickety four. <laughs> a Pokemon pops up on my screen. It's like, oh man, this guy's off the chain. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm sure your son thinks right. you're a pleasure to be I around. I love trolling him. <laughs> I think we found the end of this show. <laughs> he was when he was playing. He died or something. He got really mad and he did. You know. He just kind of like flat, you know, like flat. like he did something where his body just called convulsed, and I was like, weird flex, but okay. <laughs> He's like, nobody says that anymore, Dad. <laughs> oh, jeez, oh, God, it's awesome. That's the bomb. <laughs> That's the bomb. dot com. That's sick. Calabunga. And on that note, <laughs> we're going back to old phrasings. We've reached the end of this episode. Reached. So let us know. What did you collect? 
You should have told us before we recorded hey. this, so it's on you. <laughs> you should have. You, you should have talked to us. The poster's still up, man. Go out and look at them. Give us your feedback. Tell us what you liked, didn't like. I've been throwing up pictures of comics. He has. That he, I've been digging he, out. Check them out, man. They'll, all these comics are in great condition, and they're classics, and they're like, it's just so ridiculous cool. what he's finding. So please come check them out. So do it. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Andy. Did it. Smash that like button, bro. Don't forget to leave a five-star yeah. review. You said at the beginning, but please, you know, give us feedback. Give us a follow. Give us a message. You know, we like, we, we like your support. Um, that's why we're here. Helps us keep the show going. So, again, until next time. I'm Phil. And this is Sweeney. And I'm Andy. And I'm sorry. I'm, I got distracted by my collection. Give me a second. <laughs> I just, dude, my robots are sweet. <laughs> Off to eBay I go. He's trying to find that vein again. It is, man. It's crazy, like the amount of work that goes in that shit. Paints, sanding, clips. Uh, <laughs> help me. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.